Because it's been not a rough day, but like an interesting day so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we got everything set up <laughs> back to work the work it needed to be. And this high seas going in right now. Mm -hmm. Love me some high sea. High sea is great. You know, uh, McDonald's is supposed to be bringing it back, right? Right. I won't yeah. be at McDonald's every day. I won't be there for Pokemon cards, but I'll go there for some high seas. Why don't you go for the Pokemon cards? They're pretty good. Because they're probably not going to have it because it's like the only McDonald's I go to is the one by work. So. Trust me, I went there and grabbed it. Well, like I went, I was going to Arby's the other day for lunch. Turn it I was up. Thinking about ham and cheese sliders, and they don't Galaxy do ham anymore. So what's the point in going to Arby's? They don't do ham anymore. That's yeah. Hard. Apparently, like <laughs> ham's not on their menu, and I'm just like, oh god, I don't want to drive down to Great Harvest. Like it's not that far. I just don't want to drive down here on the lunch lady. Anyways, welcome back to another episode of AMA Gaming. Episode 1. Where you at? Hey, you're in your room, guys. Hey! 1 1 1, the episode of technical difficulties. Hey, have you guys heard that new Bruno Mars? I have it. I'm listening to like half of Ariana Grande's new album and I can't just like stop thinking about how serious that it sounds like. Um, yeah, I've listened to like half of it, um, but I haven't done anything else to it because like I'm working. And when I'm at work, I listen to podcasts before I like open the doors and stuff. So. Oh, and I'm that was a little loud. But uh, today I have Jim, she's back with us, and also Stone's here. <laughs> We're just moving on right around. This might be, uh, might be one of our shorter episodes because we got shit to do today and it's been technical difficulties. They're going to have them. You're always like, there's just no way around it that we say something. You know, there, there's just all kinds of shit there that'll always go wrong, you know? For, yeah, like, you just got to find accordingly. <laughs> yeah, you just do everything right. You think you're good to go. Well, at least we got the topics out. <laughs> right? Yeah, we're good there. Like I said, if you're not familiar where you do That's things, the important part, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah if, if you're not familiar where you do things, we gave you a look at video games and everything we love about them and how they spread positivity and joy. And, like, there wasn't that much this week, but we should feel like we can still talk about it. <laughs> so... Mm. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of, like, juicy articles, but there wasn't, like, a, a ton of shit to talk about this yeah. week, so. Yeah. So, where do you guys like to start? <laughs> uh, Outriders demo, man. Oh, gosh. Two million copies or something? Yeah, two million downloads so far. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, um, the demo is cool. Like I said, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, I just I want to hear more about in-game before I make a, a commit to a purchase, you know, so. I'm gonna wait for the game to come out further, and you know, maybe a week or two afterwards, see, make a final decision. But uh, from what I've seen of it, it's pretty dope. Uh, a lot of people have been playing it. So, what about uh, you, Jen? Did you ever get into it, or? Um, I think I've played maybe like thirty-ish minutes of the demo with mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Andrew, um, mm -hmm. and then he wanted to finish Cyberpunk, so I just watched him play Cyberpunk. Because he hasn't finished it yet. Because he got really, really sick, so he couldn't like get up and go play it. So, oh, that sucks. Um, 
Yeah. My, my dad. It's interesting because I get to see um, it from a different perspective because they didn't play as Nomad. So mm-hmm. I get to see things from a different perspective, which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. My dad is a big uh, fan of the Outriders game. Oh, uh, nice. He uh, is ready. He's gotten to the point because like, he got he has gotten to the point where he doesn't know where he wants to play. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, because oh. he thought that uh, when I saw him, he thought that three games were coming out back to back to back. He, he thought that he was going to have to choose between Outriders Resident Evil and the Mass Effect. I'm like, no, Dad. I'm like, those are spaced out. <laughs> it's, right? it's fine. <laughs> like, like, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> this is in November and December of last year. Like, it's fine. Well, even still, then, it feels like this year, like, normally March is, like, hectic, but it's not really hectic mm-hmm. this year. Outside yeah, there's of a year, lot of, like, small indie stuff coming out this March. Um... I think It Takes Two comes out at the very end of the month, which is kind of cool. Yeah, It Takes Two comes out. Um, what I think he likes about it is, I don't know, he likes grindy kind of games. And I have problems playing online because of the location that I'm at. Starlink 2021, baby. <laughs> because, like, it was buggy. Like, Jacob kept glitching, like, lagging when I was there. So I'm like, I, I can't play this game. From what, I, from what I played, though, it was fun. But yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of game releases, yeah, we got we got Loop Hero just uh, just came out March fourth on PC. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've heard some good things about that. That's a cool indie game. Uh, we got the Crash Bandicoot uh, Four. It's about time uh, coming out on March twelfth. Uh, Kingdoms of Avalar Re Reckoning for the Switch is coming out on March sixteenth. Uh, you know, just to name a few, there, there's a there's several uh, game releases this this month. Uh, it takes two does come out this month, uh, March 26th. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, I don't even know the next game like that I actually have pre-ordered that comes out because I don't think I have anything current that's not like a big AAA title. Yeah, and then, like, I don't know, I'm trying to stay away from. So, yeah, I'm trying to stay away from pre-orders as much as I can. Really, I, I don't, I, I don't, I think that pre-orders might have something to do with like how we're having a bunch of games that are coming out in like imperfect states and that sort of thing. So I, I'd rather, I'd rather have them come out and then make an assessment and then buy the game at that point. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just we don't do it on everything. I don't think they're just like mainly like big bigger games so it's not like small indie games because they're usually not 60 slash 70 dollars but we do like 48 hour policy so essentially like if you literally like pop it in and like from like the menu if you don't like it you bring it back to to GameStop and we give you uh, that is definitely a Oh, yeah, that, nice. that's a major benefit of a brick and mortar store like that, and where you can have those kind of return policies as opposed to like what the the online digital storefronts are. You know, you as soon as you play the game, you well, you own it now, so you're you're playing it. I guess you know it's like a Steam's return policy, yeah. right? It's like if you play for more than two hours, you can't return the game. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, the next game I have that has a release date is Poison Control on the Switch. 
they gave us a poster for it at work and like the poster just looked interesting so i was like i'm gonna find out some stuff about it so i found mm-hmm. out some stuff about it and it looks really neat on yeah. i have a pre-order for my switch i had it pre-ordered for my ps4 because the switch one wasn't in there yet but two days later the switch one popped up so that was pretty cool Hmm. So outright, and then everything cool. else is like pop on ghosts. So did this not update? Come on, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. I'm serious. Like we're still having technical issues. Don't worry about it, <laughs> guys. It's gonna be like an off the it's wall. Fine. It's just a what's it called? We have one of those off the rail podcasts sometimes. So <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Belham isn't it up to four mil now or no? Five million. Five million. Yes, it, it has sold five million copies in its first month, with over five hundred thousand concurrent players on Steam. Really? So that's neat. That that's insane. That's like big boy numbers. <laughs> you know that <laughs> that that's like AAA studio numbers that they're pushing, and it's it's a fucking indie dev with like five people doing it. So like mm-hmm. they they in the big leagues now. People are paying attention to them. The thing is, though, also, they said that they got more cool stuff on the way, but they're just not going to let anybody know. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they kind of gave a, a vague roadmap of what they wanted to do this year. Uh, so they're, uh, the first thing, the first major update that they're going to implement is the Hearth at Home update, uh, which they haven't set a release date for or anything. It's done when it's done sort of stuff. Um, but that is, uh, you know, they're overhauling uh, building, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that you can uh, you can have more you know widgets and things to to build with and styles and that sort of thing. So uh, I'm intrigued to see what they do with that. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, they they only like half of the content is even in the game right now. So like they've got like bio uh, like complete biomes that they really need to fully implement and like several bosses. You know, like they've only got five out of the nine total bosses playing for the game in the in it right now. So. And it, it's easy to dump 100 hours into it as it is now, so. Yeah. So, I, like, I'm so excited that you guys love it. Mm-hmm. I just I wonder what it's going to look like in a year when the game is probably almost right. Like, you know. <laughs> right. Like, currently, it's an early access, and uh, I am of the opinion that it is worth every red cent of $20. So, I would recommend buying it highly if you're into that sort of thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, so, but we also have another game coming out soon this year, Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Baldur's Gate. Did uh, they say it was supposed to come out this year or? Yeah, it's supposed to come out like August 2021. Really? Okay. Yeah. Or do you think it might be another year? I, I don't know how. Well, well, I mean, I didn't realize they they had announced a date. Yeah. Because I know that, like, uh, Larian Studios has done like some pretty long term early accesses, uh, like. Divinity Original Sin 2 was in early access for ages. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, like, that's like why uh, Fort Joy, the, the very first like prologue chapter, is so damn long. is because that was just like, that was what people played in. So they kept adding content to it, and they kind of bloated it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, the game is very front-loaded. So... so... I'm just impressed that uh, they're getting some like smaller smaller games are l- looking better, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. 
see. I guess while we're on the topic of Outriders, since it's the same studio, can we talk about Avengers? Oh gosh. <laughs> Do we have to? Like, like, is look, it the look. same studio? Well, like, I read a really interesting article. Well, I think it's um, Gene Square. I mean, Gene Square. Oh, yeah, same yeah. publisher, yeah. Um, I I don't remember who posted it, because I follow so many, like, pop culture gaming pages, but they were talking about how Square Enix is fixing Avengers, but they're fixing the wrong kind of things to make it to where everybody wants to play it. And I haven't played Avengers since, like, I first played Kate Bishop when she was downloadable. Um, so I haven't touched it since then. But uh, I was like, yeah, everything that I still hate is still kind of in this game. And, like, yeah, they're fixing it. But, like, not the things that we as people wanting to play an Avengers game and people wanting to play a game in general, um, they aren't fixing. Which kind I of have sucks. a high take, like no other. <laughs> so I, I mean, like it. I like the Avengers game, but it's yeah, it's got major, major faults. Um, I, and I, like I, I like Square Enix, obviously, because they give me Tomb Raider. So okay, okay. Uh, what the what I've heard from many times, uh, like not to like sound like something like. Therapist always says start with love. We gave them their love, but no, I'm not up for this at all. <laughs> that's just yeah, I just that's just garbage. No, have you seen this though, Stone? It, they're saying that you have until the 18th to grind to uh for the effect of slowing down the process to level up. So essentially, they're yeah, saying that true. once once Hawkeye comes out, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be a slower grind. But the problem with the Avengers game is that everyone wants to play with Hawkeye. So you're going to slow down the grind, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like they're not listening to their player voice whatsoever. They're like, well, we're going to change this. Um, I saw a video. That's from- no, that's not that. Uh, I saw a video from Young Ye- Yao uh, yesterday. I was hanging out with Jacob. There's only about 700... 700- 776 people are still playing Avengers when the player base used to be over up in the 20,000s. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, I don't, like, who's, like, this is telling people I, need, they're not I want to talk to 778 people. Yeah. I mean, I want to talk nice. to these people. It's kind of similar to Anthem, though, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, Anthem's player base kind of died out, and, like, the only reason people were still playing is because of a promise of, you know, Anthem 2.0 or Anthem Next. So, like, I, I, was, I, I was still following. I don't even want to talk about what Anthem did. Right. I just got punched in the face over Anthem because I wouldn't take somebody's copy in because the system physically wouldn't let me. And it's like, why uh, can't you take this game? And I'm like, we're literally selling it for, like, $3. Go away. Yeah, we we can't we can't take it back. We're, we couldn't even give you couldn't even give you a dime for it probably. But yeah, um, the 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 shit thing is with that um, that you know uh, they're like I, I follow um, several uh, anthem like group pages like community pages and stuff on Facebook. Um, oh no! Every one of them have transitioned to being outriders pages now. So they they have they're like instead of instead I of deleting 
instead of deleting this uh, web page, you know, our, our community page here that we built up, you know, trying to play Anthem and stuff, you know, we kept it alive because of Anthem 2.0. But since they said it's canceled, then uh, fuck it, we're we're now Outriders pages. So that's that's what they've been doing is talking about Outriders and grouping up and stuff. So I've been kind of lurking and keeping track of it all that way. So yeah. So I, I know you like you're excited for Outriders. I'm excited for uh, once I get good internet, I'll be excited for Outriders. But I <laughs> like Jacob said, like I really want to go ahead and put money towards it, but at the same time, I don't. You know, <laughs> just mm-hmm. one of those. Eh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. Let's see where else would we like to go. I'm seriously it might just be an hour podcast today, guys. <laughs> well, we got that Hogwarts um, Legacy lead designer quits. What's up with this game? Yeah, there's there's a lot going on with the Hogwarts game. Like, well, lead designer quit, and then apparently there was a YouTube controversy, which I didn't read too much into that because anytime I see the word controversy, it's usually um, triggering for me um, mm-hmm. as to what happened. Um, so I tend to not read that kind of stuff because. Some people don't put trigger warnings on things, so reading a whole article and then stuff like that just... But, um... Yeah, there's a lot going on with that game, and I'm like... Uh... <laughs> what? Well, well apparently... Apparently, the, the lead designer, um... Uh, what's this? Uh, Troy Levitt, uh uploaded several videos in the past on his his personal YouTube channel um, that, uh, you know, amongst other things, it pre- expressed support for Gamergate and downplayed the high-profile cases of sexual harassment. Um, mm. So they, I think they kind of uh, forced him to quit over that, if I had to guess. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of, like, weird shit going on over at uh, Camp WB, you know, for Hogwarts Legacy. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's unsalvageable or anything. I don't think this is like a nail in the coffin or anything. I do think that this is like, um, interesting because the, the lead designer, the one that's like in charge of like, you know, the overall design for the game, you know, has been asked to quit. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, he sounded at least publicly that he wasn't too terribly upset with it. You yeah. know, he's like, I have nothing but good things to say about the game, the dev, and the WB games, but, you know. Yeah, it was just pretty much just him. He's like, he's like, well, I did something wrong, nothing they did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, at I'm least just, he owned up to it. And actually, more about this, I didn't add this, but they are adding transgender characters to be more welcoming uh, into this game. Mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling is like probably pissed off. I, like, She's probably I sh- just like excuse me. Oh, I, like that's what I was like when I read that. It's like damn, they definitely just said fuck you, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> right. Well, they, like, if like I the- remember right, when it first came out, she they said that she wasn't directly involved with it. Correct. They, yes. yes. Like even though we had like a big discussion on here about how she is still going to get something out of this because she made this. Mm-hmm. She made Hogwarts. She made Harry Potter. She made all of yeah. this. So she has to be in there somewhere. Like, they're not just going to make this game and get sued 
Well, I would hate to get sued by J.K. Rowling. Like, yeah, well, she wouldn't be involved in the creative process and as far as making the game, but she will get some sort of kickback or, you know, she'll, she'll get money out of it because it's her IP, right? So she gets she gets some yeah. kind of money for licensing. So there, in some way, shape, or form, it, it, she, it goes back to her getting money somehow if you buy this game. So, yeah. Uh, but she is not directly involved with the development process or creative process at all for this game. Yeah. So, man, guys, while we're doing this, I'm getting my computer set back up. So <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Like, seriously. I get it. Can we talk about the incoming zombie apocalypse, apparently? <laughs> I love this topic. I love it. Yeah. The CDC really did this. Well, I, they got to so I, it's it sounds silly and absurd, right? That okay. So the, the CDC has created a, uh, a tips guide or how to survive for the uh, zombie apocalypse, right? But I mean, there's not always a you know crazy pandemic going on, so they sometimes do case studies on like fictional diseases, right? Is just a kind of what if scenario to game it out, right? To kind of hone their skills and like what should we do if we actually have to fight like a real disease right like uh they there are um you know classes taught on um you know the the blood plague uh from wow back in what 2010 or something like that mm. um like there there's entire like you know infectious disease courses that have like sections that are focused on like this fictional you know infectious disease in a you know mmorpg right uh, so why not, you know, focus on like what sort of tips would you need to survive in a zombie apocalypse? You know, we do it all the time for fun. So why can't they? <laughs> mm. Yeah, might as well, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Did you ever see, uh, what's the name of that movie? Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse? I have not, no. It's funny as hell, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like they're Boy Scouts fighting through the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody else is getting turned into zombies while these guys are learning how to light fires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, a lot of the tips are, are still good ones. Like, uh, for instance, you know, you should always have an emergency kit in your house, right? So you should have, like, you know, things like food and water uh, to survive for a few days, you know, once infrastructure goes down the shitter. Um, so, you know, it's uh, recommended that you have one gallon of water per person per day. Um so if you want like a week's worth of water, you'll need seven gallons of water stored somewhere in your house. That way you can have access to it in case the water gets cut off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that could be handy in any kind of emergency situation, not just like a fictional zombie outbreak sort of thing. So uh, not, not a bad idea. Yeah. Not bad idea. <laughs> oh, gosh. What do you think, Jim? You going to become a zombie hunter? I think she is lagged out because I'm just looking up her nostrils right now because her camera's frozen. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There we go. Yeah. I think she's back. She's back. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, there's a lot going on in the world. I think, I don't know. I've watched and read enough books to understand what might happen in a zombie apocalypse. So I don't mm-hmm. think I'll have a chainsaw or anything. I don't think I'm that cool. But. If I can figure out how to master a chainsaw, I can just live my favorite game. It will be good. There you go. <laughs> What's your favorite game? I, I gotta, I gotta get, 
Oh no, we got it. It's Lollipop Chainsaw. We all know. Oh gosh, we've heard this. that name in forever. What? <laughs> it's always on my it's always on my Twitch channel because it's in my bio. So what I want to know is what do we think about the new Switch Pro that apparently has been leaked and apparently they're actually making? Hmm. I, don't, eh. I don't. My thing is this: why? Why do we feel like there is going to be another a new switch? Oh, uh, uh. So there's there's these rumors and speculations that's been going on for years, right? Like people have been talking about Switch Pros and stuff. Um, you know, and it makes a degree of sense. Like the original Switch came out in uh, 2016, right? Like it's been out for a while, right? Mm -hmm. Four years. It's been out for four years. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, okay. So 2017, or ish, whatever. Somewhere in there. Um, I'd have to look the date up, but I'm not inclined to do so right this second. At any rate, <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a lower-powered system, right? So, I mean, yeah. it always has been, because it was intended to be, like, this mobile console that you could plug up to your TV maybe if you wanted to, right? Um, well, I mean, now we've got the next-gen PlayStation five you know and the xbox series x that have come out so now we've got these like crazy powerhouse consoles that like will rival like a lot of computers like even top built specs right so i mean you you know your your pc from like with the most outrageous equipment will be more powerful than the current next gen consoles but like they're not nothing to sneeze at either i mean they're they're pushing the boundaries of gaming just as much as any pc is too so mm -hmm. i think the i think that um, you know, Nintendo is maybe feeling a little bit of pressure to be able to uh, meet certain expectations and like a certain baseline, I guess, for gaming. Because uh, mm. there's been such a, a high adoption rate of 4K TVs, so they want uh, a they want a model of Switch to be able to dock and then connect to a uh, an output in 4K, at least upscaled, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the actual screen itself will just be like a seven inch. Uh, you know, OLED display, uh, which will be nice. Uh, and it'll only be 720p, but I mean, that's fine for a handheld. But if you want to output to that, if you want it to also be a, a console in your living room, then it needs to be able to compete at least a little bit with the other two, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, these are kind of like... Um, You know, I, it, this report from Bloomberg is basically what is like solidified that this rumor bill that's been going on for a little while is it, it's mostly correct. It seems. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's coming from Bloomberg. I'm sure they they're good friends with Jason Schreier, so they got all <laughs> the <laughs> they got all the stuff. <laughs> right. Well, you know, Jason knows everybody, so. <laughs> And everybody hates um, Jason. Right. Well, yeah, this particular Bloomberg article was written by uh, Takashi uh, Mochizuki and uh, Sohee Kim. Uh, but yeah, so it seems like um, they got they got wind that Nintendo is planning to unveil this uh, higher-end model of uh, Switch gaming console later this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so I believe they are... They are uh, because they they got, um, they know that Samsung is creating uh, the seven inch uh, displays for Switch consoles. Like they know that. 
Like that's a fact. They've they've gotten wind of it, and they're they're trying to hit their monthly target um, of a million units by ju- uh, June, I think. It better be like two fifty because I've already got a switch. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's gonna be the upgraded one, right? So it's gonna be three hundred dollars, and it's gonna make the actual switch a little cheaper, right? <sighs> Do I need it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I still like, don't have a Switch, so, you know, who knows? Maybe. Like, seriously, like, you're just going to be the 4K version. Might as well just grab that one, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Jen just got her Switch, though. I'm so proud of her. Number I did. Two, I paid, yeah. like, 130 out of pocket for it, so. Yeah. There's there's nothing wrong with that, though, for real. Like, 130 for a $300 thing? Yeah. No. <laughs> Might yeah, well. now you get to trade, trade up again. Yeah, then you get to trade yeah. it again. But that's fine though, because I'm pretty sure Dubu has some trade-in bonuses at GameStop. I don't know. I don't have the plug right there, and that's not an ad for uh, said company that stock boosted again here recently. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag wish we were sponsored. Yeah, <laughs> not by GameStop, but you know, anybody, man, I'll take your money. I'll give a shit. Take your money. I don't care. You know, uh, you know, but uh, I didn't tell you two knew about the whole Moonlander thing. Uh, we can talk about that. That that was funny because like Jacob looked it up last weekend. He said it looks like they just go to like a bunch of different channels to show off the game. I'm like, oh, I mean that's cool. <laughs> I had to I had to look it up and go like, what is this game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, did are you taking their money? Probably not. <laughs> I feel weird about that kind of stuff. No, like, fuck, I'll take it. You said you'll take it? Fuck it, I'll take their money. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a game Give that... Give to me, Jen, would you play Moonlander? Yes. You would? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, I'll be like... I looked at... Have you, have you seen it? I've seen, like, a couple clips on, like, Twitter when it's, like, 2 a.m. and I'm, like, just scrolling. So. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. and I can't sleep, so my first instinct is, like, let me get on Twitter and see what's going on. And it's usually, like, hey, do you know New Japan is on? I'm, like, oh, yeah. yeah it's 2 a.m. So it's 2 a.m., so let's just get that login on information going and just... <laughs> <laughs> You're not, like you're not fooling anybody, but no, I'll definitely have to check that out. Okay, uh, everything's getting back into this swing over here for the old uh, podcast laptop. <laughs> so, but I'm really hoping that this switch comes out soon because, like, I think it might align with the way that Nintendo does something. So, if a new console's coming out, you can just pretty much bet that the new Zelda game's gonna be on that. They don't like keeping Zelda on the one console. Well, you know what I want is uh, the new controllers. Yeah. For the new for the PlayStation. The bananas. <laughs> and I need I need I need to control my games with some bananas. Uh, yes, bananas. I love it. Yeah. Sony. I thought this was a joke. Well, yeah. I really honestly did. I was like, Perry, did you? What is, what is this? This is not a drill. This is not a joke. Yeah. I like, I think that, oh, like, I like Stone sent it to me. I was like, wait, what? What is this? Yeah. Is this a joke? 
<laughs> I really want, yeah, I want to play PS5 on the that sounds really cool. There's no, not even just bananas, mugs and more into PlayStation controllers. So you can use your coffee mug or something. <laughs> yeah, so why don't, why don't we explain exactly what the hell we're talking about here, Perry? Yeah, go for it. Uh, All right. So Sony, uh, Sony filed a patent uh, recently, um, and the game industry.biz caught wind of it uh, because they, that's what they do is they troll fucking patent applications all damn day long. Um, so I wish I got Sony, to do that. Right. So Sony um, filed a patent uh, to turn any non-luminous and passive object into a gaming peripheral because it would be advantageous to do so. Um, so essentially what their idea oh is, God. um, maybe with like the PSVR headset or something like that, uh, or some other AR enabled device, um, essentially you should be able to look at an object and then the game should be able to map inputs onto said object so that whenever you moved to interact with the object in certain positions, it would then detect it as a button press essentially, right? Uh, for input on a game. So, for oh instance, with a banana, uh, you could hold a banana, and then this like AR headset would map like uh, the X button on like the you know the end of the peel, and like where like it reaches with the, like the bunch or whatever is like an analog stick maybe or something that you move it around to move your character or something. I don't know, um, but it's a interesting technology idea, I guess, because they I don't think they actually have like a necessarily like uh like a like a this is exactly the steps we would go through to make it happen yet but it's an it's an idea that they're patenting so we'll see how it goes I like the i'm gonna though. take every baby yoda i own and i'm gonna play my ps5 with every baby yoda i own mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that sounds like something you would do <laughs> well i am i could just take take my little yoda and i can just be like boom bam 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 right. boom Oh my gosh! Anything just to use the child, huh? Right. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah. Speaking of Sony and, and Cyberpunk medallions, just chilling because it's too fucking big. And of course, you know, speaking Which of Sony and like VR games and like AR stuff and whatever, um, Sony announced uh, six new PlayStation VR games. Yeah. So you VR fans can quit hounding me about how VR is supposed to come out. Now, VR fans are so silly. I don't care. Like, well, Well, they should like... (laughs) They're making one for the PS5, but um, they don't have a release date on it. Like, they announced it, like, the day before the state of play, I think. And then they were like, here's one VR game um, during the state of play, which was a security breach. Um, which is super cool because, like, I like Five Nights at Freddy's. It's annoying sometimes, but, um, I like jump scares, so getting mm-hmm. to do that kind of stuff is cool. Five Nights at um, Freddy's looks like a fun game to play. And this one looks more, like, it looks like you're in the whole mall instead of, like, just, like, that one little, like, office space, um, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, and they re-released, like, one through four the sister location and help wanted um like physically if you don't have them digitally which is really cool um i have help wanted i have it installed i haven't played it um but i'm probably gonna play it in my vr i just don't want to hook up my vr to do it right 
Um, There's a lot of hooking up, and I just don't want to do it. Well, I saw I, am lazy. I saw a trailer for one of the games that they announced uh, just this past this group of six that they announced um, called mm-hmm. After the Fall, and it looks really cool. dope. So, like, this might be like a system seller, I think, for uh, the PSVRs. Um, I don't know if you guys they did bundle, you guys watch like, the trailer. Some, they bundle you? some weird stuff in VR, like. Uh, um, it's for the uh, for the VR game after the fall. Hmm. No, I haven't heard I of that one. Think I saw. Yeah, but I didn't see so the trailer it, for I think it. I'm looking at it right it. now. Yeah, it 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 looks like a uh, like Left for Dead game, basically. Oh. Uh, so it, it so seems like audio listeners don't get to hear it. That's nice. We like uh we like Left 4 Dead. Um Yeah, it's like Left 4 Dead like and PSVR. Back 4 Blood is probably like I'm real excited about Back 4 Blood. Like, hmm. Very excited. Uh, but yeah, like PlayStation bundles like really weird games with the VR. Um, mm-hmm. I know they did like the Borderlands VR with Beat Saber. Like <laughs> those two games are so opposite of each other. Um, they have the Iron Man one, obviously. Um, they have one with uh, Creed: Rise to Glory, which is really fun. Mm. I think they had like a horror bundle, which was like Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, and I think Biohazard. Don't quote me on that though. That might be a GameStop thing. <laughs> Um, mm. but yeah, um, I think Beat Saber is one of the ones that sells really, really, really well. Um, which I like Beat Saber, I think Beat Saber is pretty cool. Um, uh, but it's probably my second favorite game in VR. My first one is super hot because I just think that game is neat. The game is neat, yeah. VR or not VR, so mm. I don't know what that was, but okay. okay. Uh, so I'm just sitting here looking at this trailer right now, and it looks dope mm-hmm. I might have to not play this game still but you know <laughs> yeah we don't need Perry to like pass out or anything <laughs> or throw up that would be kind of bad I can't believe I got through uh, he'll just watch everybody else play it yeah like, I can't believe I've made it through Borderlands yeah. the way I have or like even uh, Resident Evil 7 or uh, Cyberpunk I can't believe I've been able to make it through I think we'll, um, I might have so- the one that like throws my brain off more than anything is um Until Dawn Rush of Blood because you're on like a roller coaster the whole time mm-hmm. and like it's moving but you're not moving and your brain isn't like your brain isn't like fully comprehending on why you can see movement but your body itself isn't moving mm-hmm. so like your brain's trying to compute what's going on and like Sometimes I can feel my brain just like wanting to be like, can you just, what, what is going on? Stop. This is weird. Like Mm -hmm. we're, we're going down, but like you're this way and I don't understand the logistics of what is going on. Yeah. Um, Right. Like Russia blood is real fun, but like at the same time, like if you're not like good at handling like motion sickness, and like motion like that, it's it's a lot. Like I have to, I can't play it very long. Like I want to stream it, but I can't play it very long. 
so I can't stream it. So I play like maybe 20 minutes and my brain's like, we're done. I can't, I can't do this. Mm. We're done with this. <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah, Guys, I have pretty much installed everything back that we need for next week's podcast. <laughs> what you mess up next week? So we'll be back on Twitch next week, probably. Oh, <laughs> like I said we're gonna have to make a big post about that. Just I like talking. I like like I said, it's been all over the place kind of week, but it's been a great week. I like, did you guys all have a good week? I forgot to ask that. Yeah, I was at work yeah. all week, so <laughs> I had to deal yeah. with people all week. Yeah, a lot you... of uh, people that don't want to wear face masks and stuff in the store. So. Look, like I like I told everybody, I'm I've gotten to the point like they told me to stay in the house for a year. I did that, but it's time to go out. <laughs> but I am definitely still wearing a mask. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. I don't care. Like I'm, I'm set up to get my vaccine uh, in the next two weeks. At least my first dose of it. Um, so I'm real excited about that. Um, in the best turn of events, my mom's job forced her to get it. Um, well, I guess they didn't force her, but they said that she couldn't work until she had the vaccine. Um, which is like, if you guys know my mom, so it's, it's funny for me to watch it. Um, but the only thing she got was really hungry. Like that was her side effect. She was just hungry and she wanted burritos. That's all she wanted. I mean, like, mom, are you sure you're not pregnant? Like... Cool. Sure? craving for That's burritos. Right. <laughs> That's silly. Uh, let's see what we got, guys, so we can get out here at a decent time. Uh, let's see. Nacon, the Nacon pirate team. What do you think about that? The Sinking City. Uh, that is oh. outrageous, and I don't know, like, it, it's it's so outlandish, it's hard to really believe it, honestly. That, that they um, actually stole... Yeah, uh, so what uh, what has happened is that uh, the Sinking City was taken off of Steam. Uh, and then it has since been re-added to Steam by the publisher for the game, Nacon. Um, however, the developers have said that they were not consulted and they did not approve of it being put back on Steam. Um, it's that... That's kind of the, the gist of it. But there have been some updates since I originally read the story. Yeah. Uh, so it oh. seems that uh, the DMCA or that uh, the Sinking City was taken was delisted from Steam again following a DMCA takedown request from the developer Frogware, uh, which uh, they they alleged that Nacon, their publisher, illegally uploaded an altered version of the game. Uh, so that's just outrageous to me. Uh, I, don't, but I don't know what to believe. Well, Nacon has since put out a formal statement in response to the game's removal from Steam. Uh, in the statement, Nacon alleges that it repeatedly and unsuccess unsuccessfully requested that developer Frogwares make the game available on Steam, and that if it refused to do so, a clause in their contract would allow the Seeking City to be adapted for Steam by a third party. So Nacon also alleges that Frogwares is deliberately sabotaging the company's investments in the Sinking City by encouraging customers to not buy the game on Steam because it's not their game. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 
I mean, I, it's just, this is crazy. This is not something you hear about all the time. So, um, so we, I don't know. Like I said, I've never played. Is the Singing City that good of a game? I mean, it's an interesting game. It's like, a, it's a set in like a Lovecraftian, like horror kind of setting. Yeah, like a Call of Duty um, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like I said, uh, I guess they. Let's see here. Let me look in because um, <laughs> I'm not sure why that the game was wasn't on Steam to begin with. Really, I thought it was. I thought Cub played. It was. It was like. Right. Well, it was. I think it was on Steam and it got taken off of Steam, and I'm not sure why it originally was taken off of Steam to begin with. Hmm. Um. But it is available on the PlayStation Five now, so there's a PlayStation Five version of the game that's available. Twenty bucks, uh, which will boost the game. I'm not sure. Uh, it boosts the game to uh, 4K 60 FPS, though, so that's cool. Okay. Uh, Let's just go ahead with that then. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, so it looks like the uh, the new version of the game has a slight. Price reduction to forty nine ninety nine, as opposed to the, uh, I guess the full sixty dollar for it. So it it's a ten dollar discount on the game. Cool. So I don't know. It's it's just crazy that people would out here pirating games. <laughs> I, I, well, it's not even just people pirating their game. It's their fucking publisher for the game is it's pirating like... it from the developers. <laughs> no, so you know how sing, you know how silly that sounds like. Yo, here's the game you asked us to make, and I was like, Nah, we're we got a different version of it. The hell, like, like why mm. did this like cut in corners? That's not what you? I signed up for. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like CD Projekt Red when all the developers are like, No, we're not ready. It's like, No, you got to get this out now. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. So. Who 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 sees over these some of these companies though? Is there like a shine like a shiny like outside like the publishers? Is there like Sony or somebody like where they can come together like yo like this isn't right? I mean, no, I don't no, think there's like a. There has to be, but like, I think Reggie. I think Reggie. Um, I mean, he was said that like, yeah, like we we are we have executive calls together, so I'm thinking, sort thinking like, yo, <laughs> this is, we're just seeing a lot of this here recently. That's all I'm saying, Stone. We're just seeing a lot of misleading, backstabbing stuff within the game industry. It's just not cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure you know what goes around comes around, so I'm yeah. sure there'll there'll be some massive repercussions for this. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, the actual the game, the Sinking City. I'm reading the the review on Games Radar here. Um, they they originally gave it a, a 2.5 stars out of five. Um, the game is beautiful. Uh, it has a beautiful world, a beautiful story. It's a lovely, you know, Lovecraftian uh, character and narrative. Uh, but apparently the game, actual gameplay of it is kind of shitty. So mm. uh, they said it has a uh, lifeless combat and plenty of bugs and a general lack of polish when it was initially released. So, 
you know, if you want to pick it up, you know, more power to you. But uh, I don't think I'll be playing it. So. <laughs> Yeah, and it came out in 2019. That's two, it's a two-year-old game. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking on like yep. a Metacritic right now. And it's looking like on the PS4. It got like a 64. So around the 60-ish kind of thing. That's dumb. And like the user score is a 6.9. So mm-hmm. some people liked it, some people didn't. So if you guys are going to check it out, like always check out things for yourself. Before you make your final decision. It's just whack that it happened to this uh the development team from their own publishers kind of like how we were talking about how like avengers and yeah. ugh, oh gosh i'm just tired of all that type of stuff happening to these people uh let's mm-hmm. see where else can we where else can we go yeah nvidia i think this was cool yeah they don't believe yeah uh, yeah so nvidia doesn't believe that crypto mining is the reason for gpu shortages um i'm sure it's a contributing factor but it's probably not the only reason yeah our quarter for gaming for example probably would have been the same with or without crypto because we're supplied we're supply constrained so we'll continue to watch this we believe that our cmp product will before this video plays, like it normally does, on GameSpot, every time I start GameSpot, like they always have a video that wants to start. Um, we believe that our CMP product will allow us better visibility for understanding the size of crypto within our quarter. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. the demand for yeah. mining focus. Yep, so. Right. Well, we got a, a major supply issue with, uh, you know, just transistor transistors and, uh, you know, microchips essentially right now. So there's just a um, there's a, a issue all across, you know, the entire industry mm-hmm. trying to, um, you know, get get access to the components they need to build the hardware that they want. Right. So. Mm-hmm. um I think even uh, President Biden said that he was uh, forming a uh, a task force to look into these supply chain issues to see if there was any way to resolve or shore up our supply chain issues. So, <sighs> yeah, we talked about that. Major problems. Yeah, me sneezing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me sneezing. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Me sneezing. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, Barry. Barry, Barry, you can't get a PS5. Oh, yeah. Yep, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sneezed, and, like, after that, like, you can't get that thing at Walmart anymore. But you can get new games coming from Remedy. Hey. <laughs> Remedy hey. has hey new yo. games coming out. That's exciting. Yeah, briefly mm-hmm. details. It's next Well, Control game. was a sweet game. Yeah. Like, so it, cool. I don't think they have they really said anything about it. They just said that they're having, like, they have a, they're working on the next big title. Well, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure that you're working on another AAA experience, but like, what the I fuck is think, it? Um, the one that I read said that they were working on a game that were, that's in the same universe as like, some other one. So it might be Control or Alan Wake. Uh, which I just want a remake of Alan. I want that. Um, 
but I may not ever get that. So I'm not going to hold on to that forever. But I keep, I keep on hearing that the Alan Wake DLC is really, really good, though. In the, in Alan Wake is a really good game. And I think it's one of those backwards compatible games, if I'm correct. Um, which, if you can get a copy of it, is a really good game. Um, same thing with uh, the Alice game is really, really good, too. And it's backwards compatible. So. Yeah, so uh, like control. I mean, like remedy. Like they're like in my good spirits now for for releasing that. Um, control is really good. Yeah, it was uh, it's, it was alright. So it's a, it's a, the DLC part is really good. Okay, it's like a that they're working on two unannounced projects: a full triple A experience and another smaller game that are set in a shared uh, universe. And it's not clear whether that is a reference to like the next uh, their next game, which is said to be connected to both Alan Wake and Control, because those two games are in a shared universe. So, well, they, shouldn't they just go ahead and just like remake Alan Wake, like a remaster, so people can play that? I mean, it's, it's backwards compatible, so people should be able to play that. So, I mean, is it only for <laughs> Xbox? I've seen too? it on PlayStation now every now and then, but it's one of those games that doesn't stay on PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yeah, but it was like a 360 PS3 title, I think. It may not have come out on the PS3. I'm not 100% sure. I think it oh. might have been an Xbox title. Uh, it was published by Microsoft Studios, so it only came out on Xbox. Yeah, so I was curious about that. Okay, let's see. Division 2, we're getting some new news. I can't wait. Like we're getting That's some exciting. Like I haven't played Division 2 in a little bit. Um, but my nephews play it. Um, they said that they like it more than they like Call of Duty right now. They said that the the uh downloads for Call of Duty have just become so big and so massive that they just don't want to play it anymore. Yeah, we we talked about that last uh, week about how we just eh, I hate uh, that for Call of Duty people. Eh. Yeah. yeah. Well like my nephews are playing it on PC and they said even on PC it's huge. And I'm just like, oh Yeah, it's a it's mm-hmm. a it's it's a Yeah, you won't be able to uh Yeah, you won't even be able to store the damn game on a base model ps5 anymore because the wars like black ops warzone you know and all the the bits and bobs and pieces and different modes and shit will add up to more than apparently 500 fucking gigs is insane i think so i talked to my dad like when i went to my dad he was playing destiny 2 i said i told him like he said well i'll have this external hard drive so it can transfer it over it might dad, like whenever you get a ps5 it's gonna be difficult you're not going to be able to, like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, well, if you're going to use an external hard drive, it doesn't allow the updates to come through. You have to, like, physically put it onto the damn get, uh, system. He's like, ugh, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I, hopefully, I was, I'm sorry. Go for it. Uh, no, it's, uh, I'd just say hopefully they, they'll uh, update and patch that in the future to where you'll be able to update your games on the external hard drive properly like you should be, so. Or, or you can just get the internal hard drive and not worry about that shit anymore. <laughs> Fair. Right. Yeah. Okay, Xbox, Xbox controller having issues. I've just put this on here just to talk about what's up with all these controllers having issues right now. <laughs> That's well, what I was going to ask. <laughs> Why does everybody have issues? 
So did you watch the iFixit video that I sent you a couple weeks ago, Perry? You fixed where it? Where they, they did a controller. It's it's called iFixit. Um, it's they're like an online uh like I don't know, YouTube and video like they they do tutorials on like teardowns and like how to repair electronic equipment and stuff. Like mm-hmm. um but they, they did a teardown of the uh, the PlayStation 5 controller and mm-hmm. the PlayStation 5 controller and the new Xbox controller um, the switches that are in the analog sticks for them, they're the same switches. And apparently those, uh, those switches are only rated for like, um, I forget exactly what the number was. Um, but like, they're only rated for like, I think it's like half a million clicks or something like that for like your, your L3 and R3 clicks. Um, which they recorded a few people playing like Warzone, right? And like the normal use during Warzone, and counted how many times they would like click for like bashing and for sprinting and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And by their estimates, those controllers are probably only good for about 420 hours worth of gaming with oh. like a, a normal gaming. Because I, after that, they're gonna they're gonna wear out because they're only rated for so many clicks and movements and shit. So um, apparently, it, it and both of the controllers they went through the same manufacturers, so they have the same button under the analog stick. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's just crazy. Yeah, so I think we're gonna see a lot of problems in about a year out of a lot of controllers. So you said 420 hours, roughly. Uh, I'd have to look at it again. Dang. Um, well, whenever I hit my 420th, I might light up my first joint. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> like it was just so odd that it was you said 420 i'm like really <laughs> it's like oh it's 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 going it's going bad yo jen light that up for me please <laughs> right that that's it's like this is why they're the controller drift is so bad in both consoles and it's only going to get worse mm-hmm. dang oh let's mm-hmm. see Among Us is getting a new update. They promised to deliver. I saw a video like where like the imposter was caught red-handed and they still won the damn game. I'm like, really? (laughs) That's crazy. That happens a lot in my game. I'm like, they're literally in. Then I get booted out because they're like, you're the imposter. I'm like, I fucking told you I wasn't the imposter. Mm, Now y'all are going to die and it's your fault. You were suspect. You were suspect. Congratulations. Oh, gosh. You played yourself. You, oh, my gosh. She said you played yourself. Uh, let's see. Kickstarter. I'll be right back. Kickstarter. That, I mean, that's yours. Let's see. Oh, oh, what do you think of wrestling this week, Jim? It was it, did you think it was okay? You think it was good? Or you don't have to give us the whole rundown. I'm just curious what you thought. I'm still trying to process the undisputed era of breaking up. That's been like a month. Almost a month now. That is true. Still trying to process this. I don't care. I am upset. I don't have any factions left. Like the inner circle is probably going to implode at Revolution this week if they don't win. So that's fucking lovely. Um, I still don't know what an exploding barbed wire death match is. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to witness murder on TV tomorrow. So that's super fun. Um, I don't know. We love murder. Like, I don't know, is, uh, when it, they did the whole roll thing, like where everybody got into the 
center of the ring. I'm like, why do they do this? <laughs> like, this is good. This just so, gets I don't even know. Like, this is. I don't. I didn't even watch Raw this week. I'm be super honest. Like, I try to watch Raw, but I can literally <laughs> tell you without watching <laughs> Raw what happened. You start off for the first like 20 minutes, and it's like somebody's gonna come down and be like, you know what? I'm the best. I rule. You suck. You suck. You suck. And then all those people. Because in wrestling, when you say someone's name, they have to come out. It's just, it, it's just a rule at this point. Unless you're CM Punk, and then you don't come out at all. So, um, <laughs> I'm, it's easy um, but it's yeah. Bullshit, man. Oh my god. So, Paul Wright, aka The Big Show, um, is on AEW now as like a commentator for like their new show, um, which hasn't started yet. Um, which is super cool to me, but he was on Dynamite this week. I had to watch Dynamite a day late because I got home late after watching, after work, and I watched NXT because I wanted to know what was going to happen with Roddy in the Undisputed Era, and then he fought Finn Balor, and my brain was like, this sucks. Both, <laughs> I hate right. it here. Stone, um, I'll tell you the best part of like uh, of wrestling this week was seeing Shaq in the ring. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! Shaq was... Okay, so I just went into this match expecting, like, absolute shit because it's a celebrity match and they're usually not very good. You have occasional ones where they do some cool shit like Stephen Amell um, in WWE a couple years ago and Stephen Amell at All In a couple years ago, um, which if Stephen Amell ever wants to become a professional wrestler, I am all in for that. Um, but, yeah, Shaq was on dynamite this week he actually kicked off dynamite um this man went through two tables um and i'm pretty sure he died um <laughs> like yeah. i i'm like he didn't move like he he's actually not bad so did she cut out hello I know my it was Snoop Dogg. If you're not a wrestler, that has to be kind of like kind of scary because like Yeah. You know, you're diving through the air, but like Snoop Dogg didn't tuck or anything. So it was just like Snoop Dogg just go you know, and like yeah. But uh Revolutions tomorrow. Oh, uh, but yeah, Shaq was good. Yeah, yeah. Revolutions tomorrow. Uh, cool. I um me and Ooh. all my friends, uh my wrestling friends for pay-per-views, we all get together and we all uh, one of us ends up paying for the pay-per-view and then we all go have some pizza or someone buys the pizza and we all go have some stuff on pay-per-views. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That way we can experience it on a, and not have to watch it on a stream and risk it getting pulled um, and stuff like that, which the card looks phenomenal. So Revolution, I think, is AEW's WrestleMania, essentially, because um, it's always stacked. And it just makes me sad because last year I was at Revolution and I had plans to go this year, and that obviously didn't happen. So yeah, I should. I think I'm going to be watching it tomorrow too. So <laughs> it should be a very exciting. Oh yeah, yeah see like, we're talking about. See how we talk about yeah, celebrities. Uh, Snoop Dogg actually was streaming Madden, got upset, left his stream on <laughs> for seven hours. <laughs> I thought this was a joke too. Like there were so many articles I was like, this can't be fucking real. And then they were <laughs> yeah. like, no, he looked it up there for seven hours. Yeah. He oh, just, like, like Snoop Dogg like, got mad? Like, like he got, with how he, much he smokes, he got mad? No, yeah, it was like the he name of his, like, 
a name of his stream was like look like let's just kick back and chill with like chill vibes and like his first 15 minutes in playing madden he got pissed off rage quit and just left his shit on for seven plus hours <laughs> i love snoop dogg that man is a treasure yeah he, i, I mean, love him he don't give a shit. He's he's okay. He's already won, man. He's doing all yeah. the side, fucking side quests for life. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Well, uh, like, what Sorry. My I know favorite Snoop Dogg story is um, he did this movie called Bones. It was like a horror movie. And mm. my favorite thing on it was um, there's, a, there's a fire stunt in it where Snoop Dogg has to walk down some stairs and there's fire. The director told him that that's the one day he was like, hey, can you come come to set? Um, don't be high um, and all this because, you know, like liability issues and stuff like that. Snoop Dogg said, OK, he filmed that in about like 30 ish minutes and then he was high the rest of the movie, mm. um, which that movie is really good until you get to like act three and then it like it gets really weird. Um, but I like Bones, so. Hell yeah. Movie plug, I guess. So. <laughs> so, with that being said, that was I, I put this Kickstarter one here for use. Then I didn't actually get to read the article. What was it about? Uh yeah. So the uh, Kickstarter, uh, a, a a Kickstarter executive um, by the name of. Uh, Let's see who was it? Uh, it was is Adam Cobiel. Uh, he uh, he started. Uh, it's it's a super weird thing. He started a Kickstarter for Zine Quest Three, right? Which is supposed mm -hmm. to be like quote the perfect uh, RPG, and he had a whole bunch of like collaborators like uh, tied into it and claimed like so many people were going to work on it and stuff. Um, you know, and he's he's also you know successfully you know, he's been a successful game designer and publisher in his own right for years, right? Um, so it's just it's it was such a weird um, article. Like he, uh, let's see, um, it seemed like a weird article. Like when I saw it, yeah, it, it was just it was just a super weird uh, thing that came up, like. Um, they they had started this Kickstarter for this this tabletop you know uh, you know RPG basically right, and they were gonna like design and create this and like publish it and everything else, and uh, there's just like some really odd names attached to it and just uh, it ended up getting canceled, mm -hmm. and they later just had to uh, issue a bunch of apologies. Um. So. Good gosh. It's just really. the, it, 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 yeah, it was just, it was a whole weird thing, right? So, this I, 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 do, uh... <laughs> I was like, I look at it, I was like, wait, what? The perfect RPG was launched on February 27th and canceled the that very same day. <laughs> mm -hmm, That's what was coming mm -hmm. from this article. Since that time, Crane has not made any public comments about what happened, nor has he responded to Polygon's request for comment. Icebreaker reports that he has commented privately in an update post available. Only to the 526 backers of the project. Yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah, I misspoke. It was it was Luke Crane who was a a, a former executive of Kickstarter itself, and oh. uh, he was partnering. He was partnering with uh, Adam Cobiel, uh, who is a a problematic uh, 
games uh you know designer and and developer yeah you got you got a trouble in 2020 uh for broadcasting a uh tabletop rpg scenario uh involving an in fiction sexual assault live on twitch so oh yeah no yeah you shouldn't be doing yeah. that regardless that makes yeah. sense <laughs> we don't stand that we don't stand that so we're not here for that <laughs> no we're not it, it was just it's a whole huge thing it's like and um like I believe that some of the people that were tied to it, like said that they were not consulted or asked if they wanted to be part of it either. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like, uh, what the hell was even going on here? So, yeah. Yeah. I just, just weird. As hell. That's not right. Well, let's talk about more fun tabletop news in like, that an open world. Don't third- be fucking weird. And don't be creepy. It's, it's fine. It's, it's not rocket science. Yeah, it's yeah. really not easy. Yeah, it, but, don't be a dick. But Dungeons and Dragons is coming out with a third-person RPG in development. <laughs> How do we feel about this? I feel like it's great. I'm here for it. You know, um, I, I love I love D and D, and I love that uh, you know they're trying to port it into other mean uh, you know media to make it more accessible. I'm, I'm here for it. Gets more people involved. Gets more people playing. That's all we want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, uh, it, back in uh, 2019, uh, Wizards of the Coast president Chris Cox revealed that there was seven or eight games uh, that they were planning for the popular role-playing franchise over the next few years. Uh, so, right, so we've, we've gotten the Dark Alliance announcement, right? Uh, so that, that'll be dope. I'm here for that. Uh, you know, we, Of course, we've got Baldur's Gate 3 that they're working on right now. You know, it's currently in early access and everything. Uh, so then there's this other unannounced title. Uh, and then, you know, maybe there's a plethora of other ones that we'll be hearing more about in the coming months slash years. So. Yeah, I can't, like I said, I can't wait. I'm mean, Like I said, we're about to start our D&D game soon. So it all should be fun. <laughs> right. What I'm most impressed with is other, this last, you know, one of these last articles here is uh, we got Diablo 2 Resurrected. We'll let you import your save data from the original release. How's that? Like, like not, so that's crazy. Have you played two? You said you have, right? Uh, no, I didn't play two. I played the original. I, I okay. never played two, and I played I played a lot of three. Um, but it's just uh, it's interesting. I mean, yeah, I get it. I guess because it resurrected is a remaster of the original. It's not a remake, right? So a lot of the original source code is still there. It just it is calling upon like updated textures and graphics and a, a few other things uh, that they've really polished up. Uh, added some quality of life things in there. Uh, but mm-hmm. apparently your old save files will work. Uh, they were just like, apparently they had some old saves laying around and they're like, what if this shit will work? So they just shoved it in there and yeah, <laughs> oh, it works. So let's add this to it. Right? We the best. <laughs> Man. I, th- I think it's going to be a cool experience though. I'm so sorry that mm-hmm. this is your first episode back. You know, we couldn't do this on Twitch, but we'll get it straightened out next week. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, good gosh. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else you want to add? Because I know we're trying to get out of here kind of early today. Guys, we always went on for almost yeah. an hour and 30 minutes, you know, still. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, no. 
I think we pretty much covered everything. So, you know, you yeah. want to do like recommended games and stuff? Or... Hell yeah, let's do these recommended games. That way I can get this shit fixed. And yeah. So, <laughs> so we, we want to do... do games first or animes first? Uh, I always do anime or TV last. Or movies, whichever one we're doing. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll do games first. Yay. What's everybody's game? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> Good gosh, you asked me and I told you. You're like, oh, I don't know. Well, mine's gonna yeah, be Mario. Yeah, like, oh crap. Mine's gonna be Mario 3D World. Like, I start playing it because it's just been a boring week at work. So, like, mm-hmm. on my lunch break, yeah. I've been playing a lot of Mario. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> like, why did I never play this? Like, when it was on the Wii. Yeah. 3D World right. was fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine so this week will be uh, Frostpunk. Frostpunk. Uh, it's a yeah, Frostpunk. It's a uh, it's a city builder, but it's got like a survival aspect to it because the, like the world has come to an end in like a basically an ice age apocalypse. Um, so you're, you're trying to, to build your city out and, and grow it, uh, but you're fighting against the cold every step of the way. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a unique, uh, situation, I think, and it's pretty tough. Um, but it, it's, it's on the Xbox game pass. So I, I started playing that recently. Hmm. Hey, what about you, right. number two? Um, Harvest Moon One World. Um, I went over to Zach's and played it for a little bit, and it's it's been really fun so far. I oh, really yeah. like it. I need to buy it. <laughs> I didn't think I would like it because I didn't really play a whole lot of Harvest Moon before. Um, but he was like, oh my god, it's so fun. And he's like, I never get on Animal anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what are we playing now? Because, like, never gonna finish Paper Mario, you dumbass. So, oh, yeah, I didn't even um, get back to Paper Mario. <laughs> Zach hasn't finished it either. It's fine. Um, Gosh. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Harvest is real fun. It just came out, like, earlier this week, maybe mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so all you people that have been wondering, no, I have not shot my shot yet. <laughs> There's always a time and place for that shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, yeah, I love I can... how we give them an update on like, did Harry shoot his shot this one? No, but tune in next week because <laughs> he may do it. I was like, I was thinking about it yesterday, but she was talking to someone, so it's like, never mind. Let me go focus. <laughs> we get focused here in the gym. I did, my, I did my first Witcher test yesterday, Jen. Yay! Yeah. It did, like, the only thing I gotta get down, guys, is a thousand meter row in four minutes. I got to 680 in two minutes, so I think I can get a thousand in four. <laughs> so. <laughs> you got this. You got this. Yeah. You got this. So, yeah. So, what's your anime of the week? Uh, so the anime uh, I, of. Oh. You go ahead. <laughs> uh, I just had mine ready to go um, because I couldn't remember. You know, anime things they have long weird titles. Um, they do. But yeah. I've been watching this one. It only has like three episodes, um, at least on VRV. But it's called "So I'm a Spider." So what? So um, nice. it's actually like. So I'm a spider, so what? Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah. No, they've only got three episodes in English on BRB right now. But yeah, it's, it's on episode nine, I think, in Japanese. Yeah. I've only been watching it on BRB. Um, 
because like there are some animes I can watch like regularly, but then there's some that I have to have dubbed, and this, and this feels like. one I have to have mm -hmm. dubbed because like the voices are weird for me. I'm so weird when it comes to anime. I watch most of them like with subtitles, but there are a few where I'm just like, and this is what it feels I agree. Nah. There, well, there's a lot of them that have. It, it's, there's a lot of them that have like like a, a lot of like background information and like they talk about like really high level concepts very quickly um whenever they're subbed so it's kind of hard to watch uh subbed and you really need to have it in english sometimes um i'd say yeah. probably a, a premium example of that is um the uh the, the regular at magic high school um so i watched uh, seasons oh, yeah. one and two whenever it was out in uh, uh english and season three actually just started airing recently. Um, I started watching it in, in Japanese and didn't really have a problem with the voice actor transition because you know how that can be a little weird sometimes. Um, but they talk about a lot of like pseudo, like, you know, meta, like fiction science, you know, science fiction stuff, right? So like it's, uh, they, they throw around a lot of really high level concepts very quickly and it's like, hold up a minute. You gotta give me a second. You're going way too quick for me, buddy. Yeah. Um. I kind of. I kind of. I'm waiting to watch it in English, actually. So. Um, I actually. But, uh, yeah. It's, it's not like an anime, but I was watching Lovecraft Country. Uh, the other night, and like the, mm -hmm. that show is just all over the place, but it's good. And then like it came to like where the entire episode was in Japanese. And I'm like, wait, what? And I'm sitting here like eat, sitting here eating dinner. Like, and I look up. Like, is this whole episode in Japanese? Okay. <laughs> the missed half the episode. <laughs> right. It's like I wasn't expecting this. But anyway. Uh, what's uh, your anime of the week? Uh, no? Yeah, uh, so my anime of the week is uh, The Devil is a Part-Timer. Uh, it is a... a <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a hilarious, uh, just it's a comedy anime, really. It's, it's um, But it's essentially like a, a demon lord uh, in another world uh, escapes to Earth, but uh, finds out that there's no magic on Earth, basically, so he... Uh, has to live on Earth without any magic, and uh, has to get a part-time job at a, uh, you know, trademark safe uh, satire representation of McDonald's. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. And, yeah, so it's it's just shenanigans ensue. It's a hilarious anime. I highly recommend it. Mm. Um, but I recommend it because it's a, it came out like eight years ago, and they just announced a season two, so it'll be coming out. Hey. Good time to catch up. Uh, the English track used to be on Netflix. Uh, it, it's on Netflix in Japanese right now. So you can watch the Japanese subtitles if you're into that. Uh, if you want to watch it in English, go to Funimation. Okay. So. Oh, well. so with that being said, mine is going to be Soul Eater. I was thinking about it the other day. Up until that last season, that last, that last season was done. <laughs> <laughs> and like I really like that. But like the same person that made Fire Force. So same type of it's art style. So if you like that kind of stuff, check it out. Oh, I forgot to say this at the top of the hour, but happy Women's History Month. <laughs> like so we got a little Ariana Grande play in the background today. <laughs> so for that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Thank you guys for coming along. It huh? started off weird. It started off weird for me. Um, yeah, but you're good. You're back. We're, it's good to have you back, Jim. So I know you said you're here next week, and I 
that we should be back into our normal schedule time going forward. I promise. There we go. Hopefully yeah. we get to like do the podcast together soon. Like yeah. we get to be together. Yeah. I miss annoying everybody like all together. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to bring Baby Yoda with me if we ever do like video streaming. Yeah. <laughs> Starting our own mics and just be like, hey, like, Stone's house is the podcast house. <laughs> yeah, with that being said, thank you guys and everyone. We do it from the D&D room. Yeah, oh, that's where it's very set up right now. So. I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here right here. Yeah. So, yeah, with that being said, guys, which we're going to go out here because we got shit to do and I got shit to fix. So, good having y'all. Hell yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, maybe I will next week. No one, no one knows that. We'll figure it out. Till next time. <laughs>